Hi, I'm Sophie. Hey, I'm Laura. Hello, I'm Jono, and I play in Soft Plastics, and we are here to talk about our debut album, Saturn Return. Thanks so much for being a part of today's show. You've been making music for a few years now. What's it like looking back on those early tracks and the first days of Soft Plastics? Looking back on our first EP, which has I Love My Wife and Smokes Let's Go, that was, you know, established in a band in late 2019, and we released that EP in early 2020, still figuring out what we wanted to do as a band, where we wanted to go, what sound we wanted to go for. Um, ever since then, like, we still love those songs looking back on them, but they are quite different from what we've um, changed to now. And I feel like, yeah, at that time we were just kind of working out what sound we were and where we wanted to be. Yeah, we were still having fun. Well, like, I mean, our first songs were more f- fun, maybe. And then the album is a bit more, like, serious and, like, content-wise. Yeah, I think um, the it's quite funny looking back at those, you know, two songs because I feel like the album is a lot darker and a bit more vulnerable in places and just has nice kind of moments where, you know, it's more comfortable with silence and space. When John and I played in Beatcoma together, because we were in a garage rock band, all I listened to was garage music, even though maybe that wasn't actually what I was into. So, starting a new thing with like Jono and Laura was great because I could send them stuff that I like found by myself and was into, and that sort of helped like shape the direction that we were potentially going to go in. And I think that. That's what kind of like made Soft Plastics what it is. some of the biggest differences between the early music you've released and the ones you've put on this album? So for the first EP, for example, like, because we were still working out what we wanted to be, we kind of wanted a bit more lo-fi at that time, like intentionally lo-fi, so we worked with our friend Ollie Devlin from Hans Puckett, who did production on that, and we just used a four-chap tape recorder for a lot of it, um, a test cam, an old one, um, just to get that kind of over gained sound and a bit saturation. I think shortly after that EP with like the release of My World Your Girl, which was a bit more open spaced, um, atmospheric mood, I think we wanted to capture more of that going forward. So going into songs like um, even Loser after that kind of goes with that vibe. And then from there, taking Loser to the next level and thinking about studio production, working in a proper studio and layers and capturing those layers. Yeah, it kind of just has elevated from there to now like full studio production, which is all new for us. 
Yeah, and I think there's sort of like almost a hangover from our like lo-fi beat coma days where like that's what felt natural to like start us into a new project but then it was like quite obvious that that wasn't maybe the vibe of like what we were writing and so there was like a natural transition between like this lo-fi like put it through a tape machine to you know do a live recording to then go into the studio so it doesn't feel like super jarring for us but it was like a natural direction that we were heading in two songs on the the very first EP were sort of um, narrative based and they weren't really based on any particular feeling that I had it was more about like having fun so I Love My Wife was just kind of like a joke song and then Smokes Let's Go was like a ode to my my old friends about um, being old and smoking outside of like gigs and feeling like a bit old and jaded whereas like the songs on the album are deeply personal um yeah they're about things that have happened to me or things that I've gone through and so like that is a massive difference because it's gone from being something sort of like take the piss to something that's like very serious the name of the album Saturn Return where did that come from if you're vaguely into like anything astrological, it's pretty like a common term for sort of like a, would you say a quarter life crisis? Probably not, not even that. I mean, I yeah. described it as a second puberty. <laughs> yeah. Second puberty, where you go through a lot of like difficulty and change um, when you're around like 28, 29, and it felt like the right thing that sort of sums up the album album as a whole yeah not necessarily all of it but I think I was explaining it to James when we were having drinks outside um, next door in Newtown after we'd like finished recording session and he was asked he was like I don't think you should call it Sam Return and I was like well here's why and then he had nothing to say which <laughs> meant that that's what we should call it <laughs> if I can shut down James it's like that's what you call it <laughs> How did you meet James and start working with them? I think we like started off with James as almost like like mutual acquaintances and then like very much progressed into like a, a good deep friendship where we'd have dinner and stuff and I think that's quite important to when you're making like anything creative together that you have a good relationship outside of the thing that you're making. I think we definitely butted heads a bit over some certain aspects. We all care about what we're making and that's why you butt heads because you want it to be the best that it can possibly be. And I don't think we would have been able to make anything nearly as beautiful without him being like on our side and being a friend. Yeah, Sophie summed it up nicely. Yeah, it's like, yeah, our first experience was um, working on loser the single and we had recorded that ourselves and we wanted to get it mixed professionally so we sent it to him and he mixed it in a nice way and then we did our single after that day job with him and 
that was kind of like the first introduction to the process of working with James properly. And it, even throughout the album, what we'd do is send him demos of what we'd done. So we can like sit at home and make a full structure on like Ableton, for example, send him the demos and then get his thoughts. And then what he would often do is just quickly like chop out segments, move things around, shorten things, speed it up or whatever he thought was the thing. Having that previously, we kind of knew what we were expecting going into the album, working with him. Let's break down some of the tracks. My World, Your Girl is the first track on the album. Was there a reason you picked this to be the opening track? Uh, this is actually, <laughs> it, it was a James thing, um, to be fair. Um, I I thought Loser was going to be the first track, um, but we kind of, obviously when you're making a record going onto vinyl and stuff, there's more things out of your control than what you want it to be. Like you've got to make sure it fits on both sides. You want it to flow as well as possible. And I think we really thought about that a lot and I think we've done well with that. Um, so we had to do a bit of reshuffle to make sure we could get each songs on each side. And yeah, he was like, let's start with My World, Your Girl. I was a bit dubious because it's such a deep mm. song. Um, but I think it makes people aware of what they're about to get into <laughs> with that. Yeah. I also think one of the things that James said was like, the first song and the last song should marry up and so the first song is pretty much just my voice by itself when it starts. And at the end of the record, it's my voice by itself. And so that sort of like ties in together. So he sold me on that. I felt sad until I did not. I heard your voice and then forgot how we passed the days like ships in the night and knew the whole time it was never quite right I didn't have until I had not but what I had was not what I
wrote most of these songs like halfway through a breakup, mm. which didn't end up being a full breakup anyway. But this was one of the ones. My boyfriend moved away and then broke up with me. <laughs> and then we got back together and I guess it was like one of the last songs on the album that um, he was still down south and I was up in Wellington and just sort of contemplating like what was going on and and what to do. And John and I, I think we were like under pressure to write more songs for the album. Um, and I feel like we had fun making this one at my house in Brooklyn. Mm. And we managed to like write most of it kind of in like a session or a couple of sessions and then we're like, cool, I think it's ready and we can record it. Um, yeah, we had like a recording session coming up and we like had to get it done, so we did. Yeah. Yeah, I personally really like this one even though it's like feels very different to the rest of the album, this one song. Um, just the late, the sounds on it, the acoustic guitar and, and recording there and... Um, I feel like it's quite a naive song in ways, musically, but I think it really works with it. I don't think it needs anything more or anything less than it has. Um, and, you know, we got those extra layers, that vocals from mm. Merck, um, who makes a guest featuring, really just added that. We kind of wanted that kind of male voice in it or, like, a different texture of voice. I can't sing personally, <laughs> <laughs> so we had to find someone. Um, and, um, yeah, he was, like, more than happy to do it, and he did an awesome job. So, yeah... Um, and then the outro with the organs, it's just one of the, a song I really like.
Yeah, I guess it's another classic breakup song from Sophie. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think I I remember like kind of coming up with the song, but then sharing it with you, and like yeah. it took on its own life when I showed it to you, and I think that you made it better. Like it would have been way more shit if yeah. you hadn't have added your little bits to it. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I remember when you showed me that song. Um, it was then, so bad. And I was like, it was, oh, yeah, it was just like very simple, not in a bad way, but it's like very simple stuff and then like chords and stuff. Yeah, I think we were like, as a group, like listening to the motels at the time as well and Total Control. We just like randomly covered that at a gig. You can kind of, now now that you know that, you can kind of hear it in the song of that, <laughs> that chun, 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 like chug. Um, and that kind of took a large influence in it. The synth in the middle was a fun thing to do. Um, that was done on the MIDI log, and that was partly influenced by like Merck's record and his Bendy Simps. And then when that was even before the idea of like Sophie made the name Disembody, and I was like, oh, it kind of captures it well because the song kind of like pushes and pulls, like especially in the bridge and the chorus. And I'm like, kind of works with the name mm-hmm. of the song. Yeah, and like at the end of the song. When we were recording it, James was like, I think, like, in the outro, I'll turn off the click and just let you play freely um, without that. I don't even think Laura noticed. (laughs) But, like, that's what we did. And I think that adds sort of, like, like less constraint to what we were doing at the time. It's, like, thardic sort of, like, explosion of, of, of riffs. I cut my teeth You called my bluff And you were right I didn't care enough I'm scared Who I've become 
band practice one day and I just had been kind of playing guitar and came up with a riff and I was like, I don't know, I just feel like I would not really do anything with this because I'm quite lazy. Um, so I played it to the band and I was like, I don't know, would you ever like, you know, maybe we could make a song that goes like da, 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 da. And, um, and, and then, yeah, like from that, we kind of just fleshed it out and I, yeah, played something that could be the chorus. I remember sending Jono a, a voice memo, which was doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then from there, like Jono just kind of did this great outro and Sophie put beautiful melody and lyrics to it. And it's called Darcy because Laura's middle name's Darcy. So.
yeah, I think I touched on it earlier. Like it's the whole aspect of it being a cycle of your life up until your like late 20s and all of the songs on the album really like fitted into that sort of slot I guess of being a Saturn return yeah I think it also like musically kind of like sums up where we were heading with the whole album it was also like one of our earlier songs so I have a special little like connection with it in my heart and I think it's still like probably like my top three one of my top three favorite songs to play live this was like definitely like a new direction again for the band and uh, from well for me personally anyway with musically and guitar wise and I know like everyone keeps throwing around the word shoegaze with like looking at listening to the album but like yeah definitely in the bands I was listening to was that influence um and me experimenting with um trying to make bigger I don't want to say like yeah, bigger sounding music but more fuller layered sounding music and clashing textures as moments like delays on delays and fuzz on fuzz kind of stuff and just playing around with that and then I remember sending the demo to Sophie because I yeah just busted it out quite quickly and then she was like oh yeah you could extend this and extend that and do that and then we kind of just went from there and yeah it's always a tricky one to play live because I'm always like oh it's a bit like heavy like in terms of emotionally but mm. I think that's what makes it it's impactful I think uh what kind of stands out for me is just Sophie singing at the end and, and just having those really nice moments with just being with her being in that moment of like sudden return and then coming out of it is really nice because it's just like actually no that's just a moment in of your life your sudden return and just like being like okay that was a shit show but now goodbye here i am
we're, we're soft plastic. Hey, we're soft plastic. And, and you're listening, listening to, to 95 No, totally wired. Uh, totally, totally, totally wired. wired and totally, totally wired. 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 <laughs> wired. Not totally wild. Wild. Four, three, two, one. Hey, we're soft plastics, and you're listening to Totally Wired on 95 B. Fuck. We all said different hellos. Hey. 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 Okay. And then 95 hey. BFM. Okay. Yeah. Four, three, two. Hey, we're Soft Plastics. And you're listening to Totally Wired on 95 BFM.